This is Susan Wilbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. And it's fall. I cannot believe how quickly the summer has gone by. I feel like time is just speeding. So I'm just taking it day by day and enjoying these warmer days. In the morning, it's a little chilly here. And those of you who have been following me for a while, you know, I go to Orange Theory. So I dropped my membership. I only go twice a week now. I used to go four times a week, but I dropped it to twice a week. And then I go to a regular gym and lift weights on the other days. So, oh my goodness, I was moving through this energy, which we all know this energy has been intense. And there's a denseness in the collective. And I had shared in previous podcasts about people who you think are on stable ground, you think you're moving forward, and then they just switch on you with just a snap. And I've had that happen so much that it's almost like walking and bracing yourself at the same time, because you know, a shift can come at any time. So I've had to really get good at just staying present, being in the moment, focused in gratitude. So I had had a really nutty weekend. And then I show up at Orange Theory. And I did not realize that I wasn't paying attention to what was coming up. But we did a workout in preparation for the dry try. And the dry try is this competition that they put together that's crazy intense it has three blocks and I've never done it because why would I do that (laughs) I'm not gonna do that and you know you have to do a 5k and then a 2,000 meter row and then you have to do 300 body weight reps of something anyway it was the toughest orange theory workout I've ever done in preparation for the dry try which I won't be doing and for those of you have ever been you know the goal is that you get 12 splat points and the splat points are it's a zone that your heart rate is in for an extended period of time. And then the, the science behind it is that you will then burn, you know, whatever calories for 24 hours after that workout. It's the afterburn. And who knows if it's true? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. All I'm saying, friends, is I got 41 splat points during that workout. And I think the highest I've ever went many, you know, a long time ago when I first started and I wasn't as good in shape was like 38 maybe was my max. I was shocked. And um, anyway, it was just like, what? On top of all this energy. But anyway, so that happened. And then the other thing that I've noticed is that the gym is getting a little bit more crowded. And I don't know if it's back to school. I don't know what it is. But I go so early. And normally, there's just the same people in there. And over over time, I developed this unspoken bond those of us who go to the gym regularly or anywhere that you go regularly you develop this unspoken bond with people at the gym the regulars the head nods the courtesy to where I've kind of learned people's routine so I pick a different body part so I can spread out you know because I kind of have an idea now of the regulars routine of what they're going to be working on so you know and it's just this thing that you just subconsciously do but one of the other things I realized is that I have some gym crushes. I have maybe one or two at any given time. And the gym crushes make it a little bit more enjoyable. (laughs) Um, And I think I might be someone's gym crush because I'm telling you guys, every time I look in the mirror, this man is looking at me in the mirror. This has been going on for a few months. And it could be my vibration and my light because trust me, friends, I'm not looking put together when I go to the gym, <laughs> I wake up, put my 
clothes on, brush my teeth, wash my face, my hair goes in a bun and I'm out the door. So imagine if someone had a crush on me at that time and looking like that at the gym, what they would think when they saw me in real life. (laughs) Anyway, I don't want to do anything with it. I'm just entertaining you all, making you laugh because I know those of us who are regulars at the gym, we have gym crushes because I talk to all my gym buddies about it. You know, and of course, we're not ever going to do anything because here's the deal. I wouldn't want to act on that because I don't want you to mess up my gym time because then that thing goes south and now we go to the same gym <laughs> and that is sacred time, my friends. It is sacred time. I'm, I'm not willing to mess that up. So in any case, now that I hopefully got you laughing a little bit, let's go into the topic for today. And by the way, my life is just a series of entertaining moments. <laughs> anyway, um, the extra mile, I want to talk about this because Dr. Wayne Dyer used to share that it's never crowded along the extra mile. And what he means by that is when you go the extra effort, when you do the extra thing, going to the gym is one of those things. How many people are going to get up at that time and consistently go and lift weights? not that many people. I mean, it's not that crowded in there. When you think about the population as a whole, how many people are actually doing their spiritual practice that are acting in integrity when no one is around? They're doing the nice thing, the hard thing consistently over time. There's not that many of us. And that's why he says it's never crowded along the extra mile because we stand out. We end up being one or three percenters. And this is coming up. It's a character development when we're tired because this energy has been ridiculous for years now. Insane. The ground is shifting. We're trying to get our footing and the rug gets yanked. You know, um, I start vibing with someone. Everything's great. The mask falls off. It, the rug is yanked. And I'm back to square one. And all of us are experiencing this in different areas. I have a really good friend that's trying to find her career path. And then she starts to get on this career path and she gets excited. Boom, the rug is yanked. And the easy thing would be, oh, who cares? Let's not do that anymore or have a meltdown or revert to old patterns or just do whatever. And that's not what we're called to do. And so what we have to do is continue to First, take really good care of yourself to keep yourself going. So self-care is really important. But more than self-care is soul care. And soul care for me is staying connected through my meditation, through prayer, through my spiritual practices, and listening to that voice within. So I had two recent events where someone, two separate people, they were really crappy to me. Um, They just weren't behaving in integrity They've got some character issues and they flipped on me really, really quickly. And, you know, I could have been really ugly and gave a laundry list of all the things that I can see about that person that they, they're wrong, that they did wrong, um, which could be a judgment, but things that I felt were just out of character or low integrity, mistreating, ugliness, all those kinds of things. And because I'm clairvoyant, I can see right through people to their wounds and, I can see it. I don't look. I can't help it. It's my gift. And I could also pinpoint some of those things and be really ugly and misuse my gift. I won't do that because it's a gift and it can be taken. And so I won't do that. But when people cross me wrong, there is a moment where I think, ooh, I should. And then my voice comes in and says, 
don't do that. Don't do that. So it's an internal thing that goes on, but I don't act on it. So, you know, the first knee jerk is, "Mm, I'm going to go into the old me and I'm going to do this, that, and then here comes that stronger voice because I've developed it with my intuitive practice over time that says, you can't do that. You can't do that. You've got to handle this appropriately because everything we put out is going to come back to us. And you've got to remember that, you know, you want to treat people the way you want to be treated, even when they're behaving in a way that is not kind and not loving and not in integrity, you know, and this goes down to even little things like putting the darn shopping basket back in the cart holder instead of just leaving it in the road for another car to get hit by it. It's little things. These little things add up. And here's the thing. Your guides are watching no matter what you're doing, no matter how little it is when no one else is around. So, you know, I had an opportunity where someone did me really dirty and I had one of their belongings and, um, you know, my daughter said, burn it. <laughs> you know, she's a teenager and it made her mad too. Cause she's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe anyone would mistreat you. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to mail it to the person. And, um, but my first instinct was like, Ooh, and that's a no, I can't do that. I'm going to mail it. And I actually sat with it and I put really beautiful energy in it. And I actually even included a very kind and compassionate heartfelt note. And I sent it off and cut the cord and said, how other people treat me is a reflection of what's going on internally within them. It doesn't have anything to do with me. And I have to show up in a kind and compassionate way because when you know better, you're expected to do better. And this is in a spiritual way. It's, you know, in the physical world too, but I know better. And he, and and he knew better too. Like this person knew better too, but how that person responds is their karma and how I respond is my karma and how that person treated me is their karma and how I treat this person is my karma. So I have to stay in integrity and not allow these little tiny nuances, which could be a test. It could be a test. I don't know, but I can't allow that to pull me off my path and pull me down to that person's level. And so what I wanted to say to you is stay in integrity. Don't allow this energy to yank you down. And I'm not saying we don't have moments because there are some moments, um, you know, where I, I've said some things that I probably shouldn't have said, um, but it's how I was feeling at that time. And I just said it and it, I was being honest, but it probably came out kind of harsh and I have to back that out and clean it up, you know, and I've got to apologize for it. And I'll do those things. I apologize. That's how I was feeling at this time. This is what it seemed like. And I have to eat those words um, because I've got to keep my energy clean. I'm not trying to create any negative karma. I can't. This energy is too intense. So bring it back to yourself and in the present moment and how you want others to treat you. I'm not saying not to have boundaries. Have boundaries. I mean, I set boundaries like, whoa, that's not okay. I'm going to remove myself from this situation. That didn't feel good. I don't appreciate that. But I'm not going to just cut people off and, you know, resort to my old ways. Because I used to be a master at just ghosting people. You would just never hear from me again if you did something wrong. And I'm not going to do that anymore, friends. I'm not going to do that anymore. I will like actually give someone the benefit of the doubt and use my words as a grown up and set a boundary 
you know, and it's case by case. I'm not telling you, I don't know your individual situation, but your intuition does and your guides do. And what you hear internally through your intuition, not your emotions, that's two different things. When your intuition comes in, it's steady, it's emotionless, and it comes in like a wise elder. Your emotions will make you feel sick and anxious and all over the place and ah, highs and lows and Jekyll and Hyde nonsense. Not your intuition. It will be consistent. And it will just come in like a, it, it, how you hear yours will be different. But for me, it's steady. It's um, consistent. It has no emotion tied to it. And that's how I know the difference between my intuition and my emotion. People that don't have a spiritual practice, they don't know that. This individual was operating on pure ego and emotion because the person doesn't have a spiritual practice. So this person is just going on emotion and, and way off, by the way, completely way off, but that's their path. That's has nothing to do with me. So I got to stay on mine and you got to stay on yours too and continue to walk in integrity and do all the things that we know is right. So I don't want to keep harping on it, but I do think it's important because like I said, this energy is crazy. (laughs) It is absolutely absurd. I have never lived through energy like this. I mean, we're in a time of great evolution right now. And we don't really know what's coming, but I'll start to get that feeling like something's coming. And, you know, my knee jerk is to hunker down and hold off and not interact in the world because I know something's coming. But guess what? I'm the light bearer. I got to interact. That's the point. (laughs) That's the point of me being here. That's why I'm stuck here. You know, it's like I was planted here for that. So what do I do? I armor myself with my energy practices, my meditation, my, my, all the things that I tell you that we talk about on this channel. I arm myself with that and I make sure I'm clean and, and I go out and I listen to my intuition and I'm present and all the things I'm supposed to be doing for my mission on this planet. So um, if you're feeling those things, you're not the only one. I'm feeling it too. We're all feeling it, but we have to continue to walk our path and complete our mission. So let's go into a healing so you can uncross your arms and legs and I will turn the healing on.
Okay, and so it is. I want to take this time to thank you for all of you who have taken the time to leave me a review on iTunes and for subscribing to my newsletter, which I haven't seen anything out in a very long time because I don't have anything I feel like I need to add. But when I do, you will be the first to know. And I just want to wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.